1: Ten kūtou. Haere mai to the Paradise Delay podcast. A podcast loosely about electronic music and mental health. Ah uh, yeah, sitting here recording this. Sitting in the Toyota Estima, or the low self esteemer as I call it, because it's quite low it's got some pretty sick 17-inch mags. Yeah, we're sitting in the steamer next to the river recording this podcast, and I found a little bit of gold, a little bit of flaky gold on the river. It's... yeah, it was crazy. I just saw this little bit of gold, something shining in the sun. Picked it up, it was soft. A little bit flaky and shiny and gold-coloured, and yeah, I'm pretty sure it's gold. Don't know what to do with it, though. Ah, so I have a very nice recording for you today. Three weeks ago, I headed to the kingdom of Shibuya to record a podcast. Walking five minutes from the centre of Nelson, We entered a cul-de-sac, and the entrance had a sign made out of wood with the words Shabui written on it. Yeah, it was a dark, narrow driveway that winds itself up the hill, and lining the driveway are these huge Californian redwoods, and it's surreal. Uh, You feel like you're not in town, even though it's five minutes' walk. It's like entering a different kingdom, the kingdom of Shibui. And this is where my good friend Sebastian lives, an utter legend, and I'll be talking to him on the podcast tonight. Uh, We recorded this podcast in this beautiful Californian bungalow that a ex Army man from California built, I believe, and yeah, it's a beautiful house. It's nestled in some Californian redwoods and gum trees, and yeah, it's just a little a little piece of tranquility nestled uh, near the centre of Nelson. It's real. It's real cool. Uh, so Sebastian, or Seabass as I call him. And I sat down on a comfy sofa and recorded a podcast. And I really hope you guys enjoy it. Sebastian is one of the most kind and interesting people I know. He makes his own beats, trap music, I believe. He'll probably correct me on that. And he's currently working on a virtual novel, which I didn't even know was a thing. Uh, But it's, it's real cool. I was very impressed. Sebastian knows far too much about how the world's monetary system works. And we had this beautiful discussion over a cup of chai. Uh, Yeah, so if you like this podcast, for sure, go check out some of Sebastian's work. Uh, He's on SoundCloud under Seb the Vagabond, S-E-B space T-H-E space V-A-G-A-B-O-N-D. And what's really cool is the backing music, the ambient music in the background uh, was actually made by Sebastian too. And near the end of the podcast, we start talking about this thing called binaural beats, and it's just so interesting, I'd never heard about it before, it's trippy as, so yeah, stay tuned for that. Listen and enjoy this bit of paradise, delay, 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 delay. Woo, Sebastian, thank How you for having me in your home. No worries welcome. yeah, yeah, it's a um, beautiful place, very quiet, very still. perfect place to record a podcast.
0: in mm, the valley of Chi Shibui Shibui
1: um, yeah, and thank you for the tea and the hospitality.
0: No worries uh, I
1: think I think listeners out there should um they should know a little bit about the tea uh, you've concocted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, really stretching back through um, the deepest recesses of my um, short-term memory. It has <laughs> uh, a case of cardamom pod in there. Um, there's a clove, dried clove. Um, some lemon juice. you have got some Korean preserved Lemon. Uh, with a little bit of the syrup still on it, um, and then we've gone for a, a Dehont down in the Nelson Saturday Markets um, makes a few fermented blends, and this one here is the turmeric ginger and cayenne pepper blend, um, which is good for teas. Apparently, he said to put oil in it, but I didn't do that with this one, uh, and then just a couple uh, Puka or Puka um, tea bags. Yeah, with uh, elderflower and echinacea. It's it's
1: it's beautiful. It's yeah. it's a lot. Yeah, yeah uh, it is. Yeah, quite
0: intense.
1: How would you describe the taste?
0: Overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real body high.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's good. Um, I didn't get me some actually. Yeah. So um, you've been writing a virtual novel, mm. and I. I didn't actually know much about virtual novels before, but I had a quick look through and it's amazing. Yeah, I was was really impressed. And Mm. it was uh, engaging and creative and
0: the artwork
1: was, um, yeah, I really, I really enjoyed
0: it. Yeah, definitely, um, you know, the the sort of, uh, you know, if I'm going to call myself an artist, which is probably a bit of a stretch, but I mean, as much as anyone is, many various things and roles in their life um, I guess I, I would say I'm not like a technically proficient person I can't I don't really have the patience or um or um focus and 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 focus in, in terms of like I'm really obsessed about the violin or something I'm going to practice every day I'm like I'm obsessed with the violin the sound of the violin for like a week and then it's gone so I, I've never been able to learn an instrument um and then uh, uh, this sort of is like a culmination I, I had an idea that there was this like weird rpg in a box uh, this thing um uh, it was free uh, and i was looking at it i was like oh yeah it's like it's using voxels like 3d space i was like oh yeah that could be cool um, and then i was looking a little bit more into it and i found uh, the software called RenPy, um which is based on python Um, but then it's sort of an overlay on top of it and it's got its own shortcuts and everything that are are specific to a a virtual novel and I was like, look, I think the easiest thing for me to do because I do a bit of writing um, and I do a bit of design stuff and music and I'm like, okay, all I got to do is learn a bit of coding and I can pull all of this together into a, a package that is I mean, I guess I'm all about ease of access, you know that's why I'm so into sampling and stuff You know, you don't need a, a, a live band You don't need to hire session musicians You just go in there And you just find some crap That people have made And just like chop it up And it's, I'm much more into that It's definitely been my approach With the, the, um, the visuals for, the, for that Definitely sort of sampling um, But yeah I wanna, I've got a lot of ideas spinning in the head I want to get them out as fast as possible Otherwise the inspiration's gone yeah, um, and and so the visual novel is less intimidating. It's pretty long, uh, in terms of like it's an infinite number of ways you could take it. But I just want to keep it small. It's my first one, to keep it small. Eight colors, um, and it's it, the, all the all the music. Everything's in the same key, same BPM, um, and it's all. I want it to all be concise, I guess. And it's also um, a spore uh, or a, a branch off of the. Universe that I've sort of been brewing in the head, sci fi universe brewing in the head since me and my friend um, Ty, uh, we make music under Ivor's Most Infamous, and we released like a sci fi album a while ago, you know, yeah. a, a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, like, inside this story, also, this is a lot harder, but I've been trying to write a novel, which is a massive undertaking. But and once again, I haven't probably haven't touched that in like three or four months. But that this this is a backstory for one of those characters. Just wanted to be small, concise, themed, um, you know, intentionally um, compact. Mm. I guess thematically compact, and it all just sort of works with minimal effort. (laughs) Because I'm lazy, I
1: think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, No. I remember because I, I'm a self-confessed very lazy person mm. and there's many people uh, that would back me up on that statement I think <laughs> and I always said the, the laziest people find the most efficient way to do things yes I would love some tea thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah man I believe that the, the brain is a uh, energy saving machine. Um, and I think that's why we form habits and and sort of automate scripts and every time we make a decision it takes a lot of brain power Um, so I'm all about automating my life I like a bit of Ray Dalio principles you know just come up with a uh, a classic one I had I I don't drink at all now um, because I just find it doesn't work for me but there was a while where where I was like I know that if I have more than Two beers or something, or more than a couple of drinks, then I'm gonna want more and I'm gonna want maybe something else uh, to you know keep me going. I'm like, mm, I know when to cut it, so I just make the rule I can't have more than two drinks. And I, at no point, because I've made this a concrete rule, at no point during the night, you know, I'm at a party or something, no point am I thinking, Oh, so, should I get that third drink? I just sh- cut that off because yeah. I've already made the decision to always just keep it at that limit otherwise like you want to be adaptive but at the same time you want to limit the amount of actual um, decision making that you're doing because it's mm. it's yeah, yeah waste of energy.
1: It, it is um, we talked about it a little bit on the podcast before the, um, the brain uses a huge amount of energy in your body it uses more than any other muscle any other part of your body and because of this, we've evolved to conserve that energy your brain uses by creating little highways in your brain, and these highways are the patterns and the habits that you form, like driving a car or, uh, something else. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. But yeah, you create brushing the teeth is a good one. Eh? Brushing
1: your teeth—that's that's a brilliant example. And so you have these highways which l- allow your brain to conserve energy.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I hear with conserving energy. Is I, mm, a way that, I don't know if you've heard about these things, I, I got it from an uh, Alan Moore uh, little documentary that he does, uh, I guess some people do for him, where he's being interviewed and he's essentially just going through all these sort of quite out there ideas that he's really into. And there's this one that he loves called morphogenic fields. Um, And so the idea is that um, almost in like a energy saving way, there becomes probabilities around forms or ideas existing um, once they've been instantiated. Um, The the thing he talks about with this is like the steam engine. So once someone came up with the steam engine, it was simultaneously invented in multiple places at the same time Um, with no, there was no connection between them, they weren't talking to each other. It was all just, same with like flying, all these things are like, once an idea comes into existence or a shape, you know, the, the, the grittier part of it, it's still very out there science, the grittier part of it is that something like a crystalline structure um, once it has been uh, once it, it, it is generated by a series of um, processes suddenly that form itself increases the likelihood of it being expressed again by the processes of chance um, and he, he also talks about ideas and, and he starts to imagine um, like large clusters of ideas in this sort of Um, which I'm really into this idea as well. Um, So you could have like a a continent of communism or, you know, something like that where all of the uh, ideas that exist inside one specific school of thought uh, become these huge um, ethereal lands, land masses, um, Yeah. which is quite cool. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. One of those ideas that like, I don't know. I feel like I feel like maybe we can't truly know anything about the fundamental nature of reality. I think maybe mathematics gets close to it, but it, you can't experience mathematics. It's just a way of, um, I think, piecing it's, it together. I, it's it really um, it really there's a lot open to interpretation. And I think if this morphogenic field idea makes me happier and more creative and has a healthy Way of me framing things that happen in my interactions with other people. I'm like, sweet, I'll I'll believe in it. I'm willing to believe in that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it just correct me if I'm wrong. So, the morphogenic uh, theory: if something exists or comes into existence, mm. it means it's more likely to be replicated or mm. come into existence, and. So it, it, that can also happen with ideas as well. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. It yeah. is,
0: it is, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, morphogenic. I'd, I'd never heard of that, yeah.
0: You've got to watch this. It's called The Mindscape of Alan Moore. Okay. Um, and he just goes through. So he says shit like, I actually figured out what he meant a while ago, but it took a long time. He says shit like, we're now in a culture of liquid, and soon we will become a culture of steam. And I'm just like, what, what does he mean? That sounds very, very but deep. it the other day. I was just like, that's what he means. And I'm, I worry that what he means is TikTok. You know, <laughs> <laughs> whether that is still liquid or whether that is pure um, steam. You know, and, and that, I mean, maybe it acts more like liquid, um, in, in the sense that there's these there's little ripples you know this idea of someone doing uh, I don't know I've never seen TikTok before, I've seen I've never used it before but I've seen people on their phones watching it and, and uh, <laughs> trends happen and the trend ripples through the entire world uh, in a couple days and then it's gone then there's another trend it's crazy it's it's really a highly liquid market you know do, do you think it's with like modern technology these
1: morphogenic trends are happening quicker Mm. i mean there's yeah i guess there's more liquidity or like
0: yeah yeah exposure's there eh and the people rather than acting like uh individual actors they're becoming nodes in a network you know their behaviors are a nodal (laughs) i don't know if that's a word
1: (laughs) no 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 they're like
0: like noodles in a pot and it's (laughs) steaming you know what i mean (laughs) no (laughs) So, the when
1: you talked about the liquid turning to steam, mm. can you explain that a little bit further? Because that's kind of sinking in with me and mm. um, yeah, it's when he talked about that, he talked about red liquid at the moment becoming steam, mm. how was that transition?
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. eh? In
1: the world, yeah,
0: he definitely talks a lot about language. Language, he's he he talks a lot about language being the fundamental, you know, information, and and the form of language being the fundamental basis of reality. Um, And I, yeah, I guess I sort of imagine this. um, You know, we've had these very rigid, solid cultures, and I know these things go back and forth, um, but we we've we've come into this melting pot. Um, where everything, oh, I'm going to avoid getting too cynical here. <laughs> um, everything is uh, l- losing its, its structure is coming into question and it's losing all of its structure and, and yeah, it's sort of melting away into this liquid and, uh, I don't know, by, by becoming steam, it acts in less of a bubbling nature and more of a, an expansive... Um, everywhere, but it's also thin as well. Yeah. You know, like a gas.
1: Like TikTok.
0: TikTok, yeah, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's cool. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd never really thought about that before. I'm all but. about
0: liquidity, man. It's, um, you know, because I follow markets quite closely, and it's, it's all about liquidity. And I feel like the idea space, everything is sort of built on um, liquidity, movement, energy. Liquidity is just a form of energy, you know, it's a form of um, non-stagnant, yeah. free energy that can be instantly transferred. Yeah, and for that's sure. what I've heard of. Another really good one um, that that currency or money is just an overlay of energy. which yeah. is a really good way of thinking about money. I think, and that it, it's a, uh, um, uh, you know, a, a, an individual or a, or a group of people's standard of living is essentially boils down to their ability to expend energy,
1: mm. and how efficiently they expend that energy.
0: Uh, it's it irrelevant. Can... It's the ability to do it. Like right now, we have the choice to expend it in an efficient or an inefficient way. It doesn't matter because we've got so much of it. Um, although this is this is this changing in the world, um, mm. whereas there's there's uh, geographic areas and institutions that um, do not have. Uh, efficient ways of extracting and allocating energy right that's just economics
1: Yep. no mm. very interesting <laughs> um well, I sound like know. a fucking Sometimes. no no no, no. <laughs> I, I generally think it's great uh, it's it's interesting to examine these alternative uh, I guess philosophies about life yeah because it's it's not always black and white and it's um yeah, it's it's a nice way to explain the world, and it may not be scientifically proven yet, but it
0: it it gives some kind of meaning, I think. To it's it's like, like an it's sense. like an art form, man. I I see ideas in that way. Believing in ideas no different to wearing clothes. You know, can you say that a, a, that clothing is scientific? <laughs> you know like sure you could say that the basis of it the the process that goes into generating clothing and stuff but it's like it's just style yeah if, you know people uh, some people are Christian that's their D. like yeah. it's it's sort of it's not right or wrong it's not this or that it's it's just an expression or a behaviour right it's
1: it's, it's true and, and fashion ripples through the world mm. as well very quickly and it, it has for a long time.
0: Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. No matter how much they homogenize it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not sure about my fashion at the moment, to be honest, but uh, mm. yeah, I'm not sure I'm an expert on the
0: subject. No, neither. I don't know what's in trend right now.
1: Yeah, Always yeah. Always one step
0: behind. Oh, I actually heard recently it's tucking your shirt in at the back and leaving it untucked at the front.
1: Do you think there's some scientific purpose to that?
0: Um, I feel like maybe it's for... probably just for posing in photos, <laughs> I guess.
1: Yeah, or we can try it
0: out, I suppose. It's cool. It's, I, was, I read a really good book recently, Malcolm Gladwell, awesome author, um, yeah. called Tipping Point. Okay. And he talks a, a lot about... Um, essentially, he compares ideas... Brands th- things that change I mean he talks from from the crime rate falling to the adoption of hush puppies in in New York, you know like by by all these sort of young hipster whatever all these cool kids. He talks about um the way that they sort of are like a contagion, they act like an epidemic um, and
1: that's interesting.
0: That's a very interesting book. I, so, I, so like fashion like an to it. Um Yeah, yeah, hmm. sort of. <laughs> I, I, I can't, really can't remember where I was going with that. day eh?
1: no, that's quite interesting. Um, so, I'm sure it'll come to me <laughs> once we've moved on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, no, that's really interesting. Uh, it's a little bit over my head, it's quite like a difficult subject to grasp I think um, What's that? The aspect of uh, morphogenic mm. Yeah, it's it's an out there one, so it's it, it's a concept about ideas, not just ideas but actual physical things mm-hmm. as well
0: Yeah, yeah, spirals or, or something you know?
1: Yeah, so Say ratio, if whatever. if a if a plant uh, genetically mutates mm. and then becomes a different variation of this plant, mm. it is more likely for that plant to exist again. Mm. Is what the basis of it. So when something already exists in the world, it's more likely to be, and it's not through communication on the human
0: mm. level. It's a fundamental... It's a... Yeah, it's it's a field. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a, um... It's almost like a catalyst for evolution, eh? The way you're describing it there. Yeah. Evolution is is through chance, randomly selecting things, but then this sort of speeds up the process of adoption, maybe.
1: Okay, okay. Trippy.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um... don't think about it too
1: much (laughs) yeah yeah. I think think I'm going to be lying in bed tonight just staring at the ceiling thinking about this Uh, but yeah that's cool Um, so you went so the morphogenic there's it's there's morphic uh there's like theory about the morphic in that particles working in a certain space and time. Kind of, it's quite a difficult subject. Morphology, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: I think we're going too high level for ourselves. Eh? I think we're we are. Yeah, yeah. I think we've gone uh, intellectual capabilities here, right? Eh? Hey, but that's what that's
1: what a podcast is for, right?
0: No doubt. Yeah, right. I think no so. Doubt we can bring it back down to earth yeah uh how's the tea uh tea's all finished i hope (laughs) it's settling well on the stomach i've been putting cayenne and everything at the moment um i've recently been implementing sourness experimenting with sourness it's very crucial i'm finding uh because i make a lot of uh asian soups Yeah, yeah um and i've been trying to get that you know tom yum flavor and man it's all about a you know a bit of lemon or lime juice and uh vinegar putting a lot of vinegar in and things mm. and it really gives and some tamarind Ooh, syrup.
1: tamarind Tamarind yeah, just, i uh, love that stuff concentrate stuff where, so where good. does tamarind come from
0: um i believe it is like a little fruit like a plum or something okay um or like a berry uh, i mean it's big in india <laughs> so it's for southeast asian um Mm. uh fruit i suppose eh? i mean yeah. oh look uh, an onion bhaji or a, a beach pakora and a yeah. tamarind oh, yeah. sauce like oh <laughs> come on <laughs> Brilliant.
1: uh so you make music obviously mm-hmm. uh i listen to your music it's it's great how i don't know do you feel like morphology morphic uh theory and music could work together like generating ideas do those ripples exist in music as Mm. well sorry to take it from down low
0: back to up high. No I'm here for it I've been thinking a lot about this at the moment actually Um, I've got to sort of I'm I'm trying to once again maybe this is an idea that is just there to sort of grapple with you know the way I feel about sampling uh, and also the way I feel about listening to my own music and and performing and playing my music And also meeting people who make and perform music And not being that starstruck by them, you know mm. um, Because uh, essentially my, my idea is Within this, you know, perhaps it links up with this idea space We were talking about before, these continents of thought mm. um, we, we all have this ability to connect to it uh, in the creative process uh, and when we're connected to it I feel like it's almost just sort of randomly distributing uh, ideas yeah you know you're, you're plugged in like when I'm writing when i'm when I'm in the zone I'm not thinking I'm not conscious it's not me you know what I mean it doesn't feel like it's me I feel like almost like when when you meditate and you're sort of sitting back mm. you're sitting back and you're observing and I'm, I'm observing myself. Um, as the pen or the, um, maybe for a bit to, to, be, to fit the theme a of my quill, you know, just really, just really um, sliding these uh, lines of ink across the paper. Uh, and I'm just sitting back being like, oh, yeah, that's a fucking hard bar right there. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. I like that a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, oh, that's uh, that's pretty funny. Oh, oh, I don't know about that one. Maybe yeah, let me scratch that one. You know, I feel like I'm sort of sitting back here, and but the ideas, the words, all the stuff—it's all coming from another place. Some people think that's God. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think um, to sit there and claim, you know, to be super self, to be, you know, to be critical of of the, of the art that you make. I think is, it's a great tool if you're trying to refine yourself as a utensil, but at the same time, you didn't make that, you know, and this is why I don't believe in copyright, I don't think that you make the, you know, you, you're, you're just a vessel for, if you want to call it God, or if you want to call it a morphogenic field, <laughs> island, um, idea space, yeah. um, you you are just the culmination of all human thought and feeling, expressing itself through a medium, mm. and you are just the. Uh, I would almost say you're you're um you're sort of driving the ship, but the 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 sh- the water that you're on, the ship itself, everything is all uh, not you. Yeah. So, so
1: I like that. I like that analogy.
0: So I think it's, um, yeah, you can really, I, I listen to, to music that I make in the past, and even if it's, you know, I, I could criticise it or something, I don't criticise it, I sit there thinking like, this was a genuine fragment from a, a time in the in, a, in the past, this little temporal stamp here mm. um, is, is something I can relate to because it speaks, it's been filtered through my own thoughts and, and feelings and everything. Um, but at the end of the day you know when I meet uh, someone who I really love their music it's just like they're just people they, uh, uh, you know and I, and, you, and it's like um, you know you get bands one hit wonders and stuff where they've just they've got an idea that just catches it's it's, it's, it's from the very special distilled part of the um, idea space that everyone can connect to yeah. and instantly and it could be in my opinion garbage yeah. But it just connects. I think pop musicians and, and the people who produce pop music are really good at tapping into this. Yeah. They know exactly how to distill those ideas coming down and um, and are very refined with, you know, if, if you want to go back into the ocean, just carving a path around the uh, all the icebergs and, and, you know, they're really good with... I don't, I don't like that analogy anymore. <laughs> um, they're really good at... Um, doing these things that can instantly replicate really quickly around the world. And, yeah. And, and, the, and they've got the advertising deals or whatever as well. Yeah. Um, it makes it but there's something that just connects with people about a lot of these songs. And there's ones that are timeless as well. Yeah, and it, yeah. not it, And they can make a lot of... Bands and musicians can make a lot of, like, music that no one connects to, and they can just have a single song yeah. where everyone gets it. And they've just been lucky with the the... Idea they've been given, or the series of ideas they've been given. I, I think that's my
1: worst nightmare: is having a one-hit wonder.
0: Yeah, you yeah. get but, the fame, but, but you know what but, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. okay. The experience itself, but yeah, but I just don't think that's something you want to take in your pride or your ego, because at the end of the day, that was the the universe expressing itself. Yeah, it wasn't true. you. True. Yeah, that's that's how I've been thinking about it, about it.
1: So you don't think there's any self in creativity? other than the ability to stare past those icebergs Mm, even though you don't like that analogy yeah
0: i mean it's the self is a a a midi keyboard (laughs) you know what i mean yeah so it's you know it's a part of it it's an aspect yeah it's not the the zero sum it's not like
1: it's a vehicle
0: "Mm." yeah 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 yeah.
1: cool so don't beat yourself up guys
0: yeah. It's not your idea to fucking claim anyway. <laughs> yeah. If you have <laughs> to a, claim a terrible it's idea, it's not yours either. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: I like that. Uh, so we, we were having an interesting discussion before this podcast mm. about something to do with morphic fields. Yeah. And can you explain a little bit how you came to learn, I guess, about this subject
0: um, right, is this regarding the Subconscious Purge?
1: It is the Subconscious Purge. Oh, okay, um,
0: yeah, I was at a, a party a while ago called Interlocked, um, which um, Coupe put on, and um, oh, it was awesome party. Um, yeah, Coupe did a very good job of that, and his team, his whole team. Um, and great acts. Tom uh, Cosm was there, actually, and he did a full... I think I might have been telling you this. at Twisted, he a full VR. Um, I don't know if he got the whole way through, but essentially he's he's got his VR headset on, and he's he's got a way to sort of stratify and cascade Ableton panels across his vi- vi- his, his field of vision. Cool. So he's, he's you know tuning an LFO over here and all this sort of thing, you know. Um, so I, I I wasn't there for that but I, I do wish I was it sounded, it sounded crazy yeah how do you um, think
1: audience engagement would be like it must be quite funny just seeing someone with a like VR yeah. like, just pointing at poking I, random I things was, in the air
0: I think it was um, or, it's more like augmented reality where he could see people and I feel like maybe there was a screen or something I feel like if you were broadcasting a screen of what he's seeing yeah that would be very cool yeah yeah Um, yeah I don't know how you go about broadcasting that but that would be very cool yeah Um, there's a mm, man yeah going into virtual is a lot of oh, actually I, um, a while ago I was looking at do you know VR chat yeah yeah, yeah. It looks like a real, real fucking cesspit. Yeah. Um, of de- de- degeneracy. Yeah,
1: like, of course. It's like, funny. it
0: looks pretty hardcore, right? Like, people, um, uh, you know, like getting drunk in their room by themselves. Oh, uh, like, listen, listen to me being judgmental with a bunch of their friends around the world, you know. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's fine. It doesn't seem that healthy to me. Um, but. I've been looking at these, you know, the little, it'd be like a little collective in Sydney putting on parties and, you know, having virtual, or people coming in and doing, um, playing sets inside the virtual virtual room. Like, they look pretty dope. Like, there's some cool, um, there's some cool little subcultures going on. Yeah. Um, And I'm all about that. Oh, I really want to, I can't remember if I told you this, but I've been on one recently after watching, um... A David Bowie interview uh, with uh, I want to say Paxman or something, uh, and he's uh, this is back in '94 maybe you know sort of mid '90s back when the internet wasn't a huge thing, um, and he, he he makes this really cool call at the start. He's just like um, I mean towards the end he's just like I I I think the internet is gonna disrupt absolutely everything. It's mm. gonna change. In the same way we talk about this liquidity, talk like this is gonna, this is gonna, um, culture is just gonna be ripped apart and sewn together every, you know, second. Um, and the guy laughs at him. The interview, he's just like, oh, like it's it's gonna be nothing more than emails and faxes. Mm. Um, but that's you know that's sort of irrelevant to the point. Um, he he gets asked this question. He's like, you know, if you could go back in time would you be a musician again? Would you do music? Um, and he's just like, no, I'd be a, a collector, be a collector of records. And I was just like, oh, like that's, that's really interesting. You sort of have this idea of like, yeah, living that lifestyle, being a musician, like, yeah, like making amazing art, making amazing music, inspiring people. And he's just like, back then, you know, you, when you looked At the past it was like, um, you know, Elvis in the 50s, Beatles in the 60s You've got this top-down system of culture Where you've got, you know, these few musical acts or actors or whatever Pushing pushing, um, culture down from above Which is great for um, labels and running a sort of a corporate approach to that And he said when he was making music, that was just the rebellious thing to do that mm. was the non-conformist thing to do was was to just do it yourself because it wasn't being done enough
1: yeah. and what
0: he's saying is like right now it's being done everywhere but but the only reason it gets done is because of is, is because of the audience Yep. Yeah. um it's because of the the fans and he says like right now we live in the age of the fan where the fan is actually equally if not in, in many ways more important than the artists themselves because the fan creates the platform especially when um, labels are diminishing uh, you know, their, their power mm. is, 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 is falling um, and, and you know, especially in electronic music it's all about scenes, subcultures, subgenres yeah. have you heard this joint, have you heard this tape you know, like all oh, this unreleased, this b-side this plate, this dub plate um, all of this, all of this um, stuff is like it's ecosystems and groups it's not about individual musicians anymore Mm. and i was like fool man that's really cool and that's it's really taken a load off as well you put a lot of pressure on yourself as a um, performer you know yeah but at the end of the day you're no you know you're no more integral to this party than the people who turned up
1: yeah and continue to turn up yeah
0: yeah which is which is awesome and the people who collect the music and listen to it yeah um, I've really been digging that idea at the moment Cool So you're
1: going to start collecting records?
0: Oh No, no, no <laughs> I've got a few records If a record makes me cry I'll buy it Yeah And um, So far I don't have that many uh, Yes,
1: yeah, I have a couple of songs That have made me cry
0: The um, first song to make me Bore my eyes out was um, so, Baby you're all that I want <laughs> And you're lying here in my house And um, it was the 9-11 tribute Yeah, that
1: <laughs> was really sad That played a lot
0: Yeah, and, yeah I, think I had a, I downloaded it on LimeWire On my my stepdad And it had a voice recording on yeah, it it's like, like, I know you're in heaven, daddy oh, Doo, yeah. Doo, do, 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 do. <laughs> That was like I used that to pull my pretty, eyes out when that I was was kid, pretty hey.
1: raw to be on the radio It was ruckus, yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah um, I don't think you'd hear something like that Like
0: no I have, haven't bought the record of that yet actually. so maybe that's uh...
1: <laughs> I imagine it'd be a hard one to buy
0: a bootleg yeah um okay. yeah um but the the, the, fest, the festival yeah yeah, yeah so at this party yeah and about. um talking to my buddy Sarah from Target. she's she's awesome um and you know, very uh, surrounded and subversive ideas, mm. and and has have really has really handpicked the ones that have helped her clean her consciousness and and become go from a person living in fear and pain to you know being proactive and taking control of your life. Cool. And Look, if ideas are the tools to to make you do that, like that, that's that's yeah. awesome. Um, and she was recommending uh these uh there's sort of like a binaural wave sort of thing i still haven't listened to them but it's like a subconscious purge she was telling me there's like multiple levels to it as well and she was saying like she'll put it on while she's cooking and stuff but when she's for a subtle effect but when she lies down with the headphones on and and puts them on she says she's feeling Sensations through her body. She's, you know, the the swamp of the subconscious is being, uh, is bubbling up to the surface. You know, mm. um, it's yeah. It sounds like a like a mushroom trip or an acid trip. It sounds pretty, yeah, intriguing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I would, uh, I'd be excited to try it for sure. Give it a yep. go. Give it a whirl. Um, yeah. Do you do you have any theories on how Music could get, could have that effect on the subconscious. Could perhaps mm. bring it to the surface.
0: It's that's it's definitely a hard one, Because I find I find music to be very vague, um, and it's it's I don't find it. I mean, lyric lyrics can make something very specific, a feeling very specific, but I think mm. there's something very nuanced about a chord progression uh, or, or an individual um, sound that. Yeah. You know, maybe, um, it, yeah, it, it causes some sort of stress. It triggers like a a, a stress response. Um, I I don't know. I mean, I get the. I'm sure the basic principle is like everything's energy. This is you know waves manipulating. You know, I like
1: yeah yeah,
0: yeah and that could be the case. Um,
1: well, it's quite interesting because as far as I understand, music can change blood flow to certain areas of the brain yeah it can affect your emotions obviously it can Mm. affect your harm rate it can uh, change stress hormones that are released in your body yeah wherever the subconscious is stored i'm not really sure (laughs) it, it is entirely plausible that music could affect it yeah but it's whether it's perhaps the frequency or the emotion or the chord progression i mean mm. even with chord progressions i'm not entirely sure how
0: no neither how
1: you convey emotions through just playing chords
0: yeah it's it's just a bunch of tones played at the same time and it somehow makes takes you back to your childhood and <laughs> <laughs> makes you cry. <laughs> yeah yeah you feel you know the, the depth of despair and, and loss of a loved one or something in a song. It's mm. even without um, without the specificity of lyrics yeah That's yeah. it's
1: incredible. Okay, well listeners, if you're ready, we're going to give it a whirl. Uh, we'll be back probably after a short break and we're going to give it a go and we'll let you know our experience and at the end of the podcast I think we will play it so if you're interested you can try it as well so we'll see you in a minute
0: yeah cheers (laughs) (laughs) how was that? it
1: it was relaxing
0: it was very relaxing yeah
1: yeah, I uh, I felt good, I felt good, uh, I was lying down, mm. I closed my eyes, I, the music was very calming, and it, it felt somehow therapeutic to listen to it, mm. and I don't know, it just kind of washed over me, I was quite tired as well, so I think...
0: Yeah, I, I had the benefit of sitting up. I suppose um, there was there was some points during it where I was having quite intense, um, close eye visuals actually of um, like circles rotating and then like moving off in waves and very mushroom like. I was like, oh, look, I don't know if I'm no 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 getting no, a I, bit too much into it, but um, it was, they were quite obvious and then they sort of went away and then I was having some proper like visions of things and like things that were quite yeah that were um now that i'm thinking about it they were things that i battle with in my um subconscious mind they just sort of flooded in um is that a result of um i suppose it was like a form of meditation with With these sounds, um, but not with the express purpose of catching yourself uh, or observing yourself in thought, but more just intensely focusing on the music. Um, I don't know, it was quite. I didn't notice when it finished, so maybe I was slightly asleep for that, I'm not sure. I just sort of. I was just sort of like, oh, oh, it's done. And then I think you were asleep. Yes, I think guy. I was asleep. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. It was it was interesting. Yeah, like you said, it was quite nice. It was pleasant to listen to. I feel like um maybe in an awake frame of mind with headphones, I'm definitely gonna give it another go, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's 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 interesting because now that you mention it, I I do remember specifically at the at the start of the podcast. Closing my eyes and a weird light swirling pattern. Yeah. And random images popping up that seemed rec- recognisable to me, but mm. uh, I haven't fully processed it yet. Yeah. I think probably because I went to sleep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Interesting. Yeah. It's curious. It's. I wasn't. have got to say, I wasn't really expecting anything. Um. And there was nothing particularly uh pointed about the sounds it was uh it was um the sounds of waves uh with some thunder extended over a large period of time um some like very light distant pads uh sort of ethereal pads, and then um the sort of uh, uh pulsing. Of white noise, filtered like, white noise. I
1: quite like the pulse scene. I yeah, did, I don't know what it was it about was the pulse nice. scene,
0: but I remember the
1: the visuals at the start. Yeah. seemed to almost be in time. And, so yeah, rhythmically.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, I was expecting sort of because I know some of those they just will play a single frequency or something. Yeah, but that yeah. was yeah, it was a full sort of um, soundscape there. Eh? it it
1: was really nice to be honest it It was was...
0: quite pleasant yeah but at the same time like the stuff I was saying was just like whoa shit but also I think your mind um, goes to I mean my mind anyway goes to that place when it's really um, deprived of sensory information I guess
1: do you think because the sounds were quite natural do you think it's Mm. to almost pitch you in that sensory deprivation kind of because it's an interesting that you mentioned that because I've done a have you done a float tank before oh, I still haven't actually
0: eh? yeah still, I'm definitely looking
1: it vaguely it, it was that. a little bit like a float tank right uh, obviously cause you have your eyes closed yeah
0: yeah well I mean it's sort of white noise is sort of an has a nullifying effect right mm. of, of being uh, stimulating but also it also sort of fills in so many gaps that everything sort of shoo, blurs together um, and smooths itself out um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely intrigued in what the um, uh, and for the listeners at home there were some interesting um, names there for some of the videos there was um, uh, money Attraction, uh, a million times more powerful. Money um, attraction. Money attraction. Vino, vino, oral. A, a million, a million times more. A million times um, strength. Um, there was, um, oh, there was a, a large series of them that talked about changing your eye color, um, making them your eyes hazel. If you listen to the. Um, if if you had to Sound. change your eyes to one color, what would you go for? Um, probably a deep uh, lapis lazuli blue. Yeah. Ultramarine. It's my um. favorite color. Yeah. With, with with speckles of gold as well in in the <laughs> eye, I think would be quite. That's yeah. That's quite a
1: mm. sci-fi. That sounds cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You you immediately going into the Freeman. Yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, maybe like I a, mean, a, a deeper, deep blue, though, you know. Like, mm. A dark, like ultra-dark really scarab, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Egyptian blue. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Mainframe blue.
1: Mainframe, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was curious. It was. I'm intrigued by the experiment. Mm. I'm not entirely sure how it worked. Yeah. And I'm not entirely sure I need. To know how it worked,
0: I feel like there's been a common theme of our conversation we just had. Yeah, uh, sort of doing it, letting it, letting something be itself without, you know, giving it too much thought or uh, inspection or dissection. Mm. Sort of letting it, um, letting it be. It's we're very. You know, I'm, I feel like I'm a a post postmodernist that. Um, <laughs> Respect, eh? maybe yeah. back to the um, back to being a modernist.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was good. Mm. I feel I feel very relaxed right now.
0: Yeah, I'm very chill. Yeah. yeah. I was I, like near the start of it. I was just like, oh man, I feel like this is just gonna put us to sleep. We're not gonna be able to talk after this. It's like, oh, maybe I should turn it off. I was like, oh, just just let it run its course, eh. I feel like sometimes
1: there's that resistance, you know, like yeah to things like that. Uh I mean so we're talking
0: about something pretty vulnerable here, the subconscious.
1: It is a little bit scary. Mm. Um and to be to be honest, I didn't think it would work. Yeah. And Yeah, would do you remember any particular images you'd feel comfortable talking about?
0: <laughs> no. No, they were um, a little bit scary, eh, to be honest.
1: Mm. Mm. Okay.
0: And and they're rep- They're very reminiscent of the time that I. Um, the only time that I've taken a heroic dose, actually, the whole all of those visions was very reminiscent. Mm. Um, yeah.
1: A heroic dose
0: of. Um, of oh, sorry of, mu- of um, mushrooms.
1: Interesting, because mm. we we're talking about mushrooms. You yeah, we yeah, really yeah. said we'd described it as a bit of a trip, so...
0: Yeah, yeah, that was... that. I mean, that's how it was described to me, yeah. As sort of something similar to that without, you know... With, with a level of control, because you can sort of just turn it off. Mm. Whereas that mushroom trip, it went for like 10 hours, and it was just a nightmare. Oh. And I could not... And I was by myself in the middle of um, the Rakaya Gorge... Oh. In the middle of winter as well. Oh, it was, it was horrifying. For some reason, I had my laptop there and I was playing um, Massive Attack <laughs> and it was dark. It was very dark and I was just like, oh man, and I was, it was quite, it was quite terrifying. Mm. It brought me back to that. I feel like that was a subconscious purge right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm intrigued after mm-hmm. that.
1: Eh? Yeah, and it's because I've I quite like the the ambient feeling about it, and it's... That sounded good, eh? Yeah, and we've been talking about, like, uh, white noise
0: and... The ocean, you were talking about this earlier, yeah.
1: Yeah, the the soothingness of white noise and how you shush babies to get them to go to sleep. Yeah. Not only that, but the calminess of water sources like the sea and the river. Yeah. It's... uh, I'm intrigued by white noise, and hearing this makes me more intrigued mm. in how white noise can perhaps uh, scramble your brain,
0: affect the psyche,
1: yeah, in a good way. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah, that's probably a good um, one to tie it up, I suppose. Yeah,
1: thank you, Sebastian. Thank, thank you, you very much for having me in your home and
0: setting everything up. <laughs> oh god, I loved I loved setting it. We used to have a band, um uh that was a part of it used to set up them on and you'd spend an hour setting up all the mic micing up a drum kit, like, oh good god. Yeah. Um no, I love it. I love it. So, yeah, cool. Thanks for having me on your on your platform, I appreciate it. Yeah, no no problemo. I hope we've brought something of um intrigue yep. to the lovely listeners at home. Yeah, yeah. Thank you.
1: Hey, guys. Uh, big shout-outs to Sebastian. What an utter legend. Yeah. yeah, such a cool dude. Look him up on SoundCloud. Cloud. Seb the Vagabond. And I also did a little bit of research about binaural beats, and they're actually playing in the background now, uh, so you can have a little taster of it. Uh, binaural beats, they affect your brain, and how they do this is they like they play two different tones in your ears at the same time and these tones are very close in pitch but not exactly the same and when you hear these two different tones at the same time your brain tries to make sense of it by creating a third tone and this to- third tone is actually not a real sound but your brain thinks it is there like a mirage these binaural beats can make you feel calm or energized depending on the tones used It's kind of like a secret code that only your brain can hear. Uh, Binaural beats are not dangerous, but it's important to use them safely and with adult supervision, especially if you listen to them for too long or at a very loud volume. And yeah, they're super interesting. Uh, Enjoy this little taster. I'm not going to play the whole thing. It's up to your discretion, whether you want to look up binaural beats on Spotify or YouTube. That's the Paradise Delay podcast, signing out. As always, be compassionate to others, but most importantly, be compassionate to yourself.